What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast. My name is Mitch, and I'm one of your hosts here every single week. And with me, as always, it's Boozy. Hello. Boozy is back. And today, we are welcoming a very special guest. We're welcoming two special guests, technically, since Boozy is a part of what we're going to be discussing. Uh, But we are welcoming back Jeff Drake, the assistant festival director of the Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival, as well as Dark Bridges Horror Film Festival, which is returning this June 1st to the 3rd at the Broadway Theater in Saskatoon. Uh, If you've been listening to the show for a long time, you know that we have tended to always have a a little bit of a hand in these festivals. That's how we got to know Jeff Drake, and that's how we got to know John Allison. Rest in peace. He died in the trap. That's why he's not here. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, we're we're bringing, we're going to have Boozy and Jeff Drake break down this year's festival lineup because it's, it's just around the corner. Uh, this is the Dark Bridges section of the Saskatoon film scene where it is all horror all the time. And by all the time, I mean for three days. Uh, but yeah, welcome back to the show, Jeff. How have you been? I've been very good. Uh, I've been uh, watching short and feature length horror movies for the last four months steady. So doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely. And from what I understand, and you guys can both talk about this because I guess I'll just say like this is the first this is only the second year of Dark Bridges return. But last year I was still being a part of the programming committee committee and whatnot. But this year I've taken a step back and it's it's just you guys. And and I believe just just John. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So from what I've heard from the three of you is that this has been an exceptionally strong year for for horror submissions. Yeah, I think we had uh, over 70 shorts and close to 60 feature films. And some really, really creative stuff out there from all around the world. Uh, I feel like last year, last year was a great festival, but there was a lot of kind of similar feeling horror films. You know, they were kind of in that horror drama kind of vein, but we've got a full range of different subgenres this year. Uh, it's a, it, We've got a really, really impressive lineup. Yeah, awesome. I, I just want to add on on my part since I'm a <clears throat> I'm a guest for this episode. Uh, this year is is really exciting because yeah, the, the things that uh, Jeff had mentioned, but also yeah, we have so many different styles combined that are really exciting for for all of us. I think that people are going to check out. I know that it kind of sounds like a cop out to be like this year is bigger than last year, but I, I really do feel like it, we've really outdone our first year on this mm-hmm. and like godzilla 1998 the tagline is size does matter mm-hmm. and this is the biggest year yet that's I, true i tried i tried, Just... I tried. <laughs> <laughs> always gotta sneak in a godzilla 1998 reference awesome cool well do you guys just want to like first of all i guess let's start off with uh i think boozy and i it's been a while since we've done an episode the last one was 65 and we're gonna save all of our thoughts because we're gonna try and do uh, an episode where we're going to break down the like, honestly, man, I've seen like 15 movies in the last since since we did that last episode. So we really want to just focus on Dark Bridges this week. But uh, Jeff, that's y- you have the you have the absolute floor to yourself, baby, the floor. It's your dance floor and you can talk about whatever you'd like to. So have you seen things outside of the festival that you want to tell us and our listeners about? I have. Uh, uh, note to your listeners if you can't be in Saskatoon from June 2nd to 4th these movies are going to get distribution like they're, they're going to mm-hmm. get picked up they're also very good so you will see them eventually uh, the last uh, movie I saw in the theater uh, was a date night with Boozy and I uh, and we went and saw Evil Dead Rise and it is exceptional I can't praise the, it enough the dead were not the only thing rising on that date let me tell you. <laughs> you're talking um, about your wieners? Are you talk- is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about our wieners because now it's a it's a thing in the theater that we go to with the reclining seats that yeah. you bring your own blanket. So mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want on you your blanket. You can go blank emo. Yeah, all the weird yeah. shit that you and your uh, you know your partners did when you were 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do all that now in a public place. Yeah, it's encouraged. <laughs> it's the, the times they are changing. Uh, yeah. e- but Evil Dead Rise, uh, amazing. Uh, uh, you know, the Evil Dead franchise is one of my favorites. And this was, it was just killer. It, they just, everything about it was great. I had no idea uh, about the plot going in and it was amazing. I can't say enough good things. 
Awesome. Yeah. Let's just fucking dive in a little bit. We can go in deeper later, but Boozy, what were your thoughts on Evil Dead Rise? Yeah, I was more than pleasantly surprised. I, I think, um, man, I don't want to talk about it too much, but I, I think that the location change really freshened it up for me in a way that made it like really exciting. And yeah, the performances were wild. They just, they went for it on everything. Yeah, no, I, uh, if you follow me on Letterboxd or anything, you'll see that I went to it twice. I enjoyed it so much. You were encouraging me to get out. Yeah, well, it was like as soon as I got out of it, because I originally saw it in Cuff with uh, with uh, Cuff alumni, Adam Hicks, who's going to be coming on the show eventually here soon. Um, but we snuck out of the festival to go see Evil Dead Rise uh, yeah. one afternoon because it was opening weekend. It's like it's so beyond me to think that something really fucking cool has to be happening in my life if I'm not going to be there opening night for an Evil Dead movie. Right. And right. uh you know, something was the Druid's Hand played our was playing a festival there, and that was just the, an absolute blast. I'll go into that more next episode. But I just fucking loved that movie. It was so much fun. I don't know what more you could have possibly wanted from this franchise at this point. Uh, and it's a it's an absolute blast. And I believe it's now available online, so anyone can see it. It's bloody. It's uh, it's messy and. The, the biggest thing I'll say is going into it, I was like, I know that it's going to be cool because Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are behind it. Like they were heavily involved. They spoke very highly about Lee Cronin, the director, and uh, they did some test screenings of it and it went like exceptionally well. And that's always exciting. Um, but I saw like the trailer and the posters and I wasn't really fully sold, but I'm like, of course I'm going to see it. It's, it's evil dead, but I wasn't in love with the poster. And in this day and age, I, you, you see kids and you know they're not going to do anything to those kids like where, where are we going to get our body count spoiler they put those kids in a fucking blender and it was <laughs> glorious so much fun to watch and uh yeah i loved every second of it and it was even better the second time both times the crowd was into it so can i just mention in terms of theater experience because uh, I, I i mentioned this to jeff when we were sitting there uh fondling each other uh for the previews for the newest Transformers movie, Beast Wars. The whole time, yeah. So don't get me wrong. I think Beast Wars is super cool, but I turned to him after the trailer was done because the whole trailer they were like, "The biggest evil ever is coming," and then it was just a ton of shit of Optimus talking to Optimus. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to know who is the villain. I don't think they even said who the villain was for the new Transformers. They were so wrapped up in how cool it is that there's two of them now. <laughs> I I can't speak to that, but I do know uh, an alarming amount of people who are stoked about that one. And <laughs> you know what? If whatever floats your boat, I love Transformers yeah. as a kid. But uh, and Bumblebee was a lot of fun. Granted, I can't remember a second of it, and it was mm -hmm. a couple years ago. But uh, but I know. The Beast Wars element aspect of it was always so much fun as a kid. The whole time I was waiting for the like fucking T-Rex to show up or something because they're talking about this badass evil. They yeah. didn't even tell me what it was. What is destroying the planet? I'll take that something is, but yeah. what is it? Well, you know what the is the badass evil that's going to be destroying Broadway in Saskatoon June 1st to the 3rd is the Dark Bridges Film Festival. Man, you keep me on track. Good job. <laughs> do you guys want to get into it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Jeff, do you want to kick us off? I have seen a couple of these films through the festival circuit that uh, that we've been lucky enough to be a part of. So I can jump in where uh, where where I wherever I can. But I want to, you know, tell us what night we're kicking off, uh, what short films are playing before what films and and uh, yeah, just break it down for us. So take it away, Jeff. Sure. So we're going to start. We're, we're starting out of the gate strong like we always do. Friday, June 2nd, 7 p.m. Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. Is that one that you've seen in the festival circuit? I was lucky enough to see it was the opening night film for uh, Calgary Underground Film Festival. And that was it played to a packed audience and everyone loved it. Uh, so it played really good with a crowd. And I think, you know, the <laughs> one of the programmers was kind of talking it up at the beginning, saying it's a little bit Beetlejuice. Uh, a little bit fright night so i'm like oh boy is that's setting setting the bar so high for me and um if what i can if i can say anything it's like it's just a fun independent horror comedy and if you you're gonna know right away if you like onyx or not and if you do i'm sure people are gonna love it yeah i think that's a totally fair comment on it uh it's very different uh it premiered at sundance um 
and it's been doing lots of uh, uh, around the world in the festival circuit. Uh, it, we paired it with a short that I know Boozy was particularly fond of called We Forgot About the Zombies. I've seen that short yes. as well, and that short is fucking hilarious. Uh, so yeah, Onyx is, uh, is he's kind of a misunderstood amateur occultist. Uh, he's trying to figure out his way in life. He's um, your, yeah, he's your classic like bumbling loser, but like a likable. He's likeable. like a middle aged stoner who doesn't smoke a bunch of weed and works at a pizza shop. He right. just he works at a pizza shop, loves Dungeons and Dragons, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he gets invited to this mansion uh, of his idol, uh, Bartok the Great, and uh, they're going to do a ritual to raise the spirit of an ancient demon. And he's got this eclectic group that Bartok has gathered to uh, uh, what they need to do to get through the ritual. And yeah, it's just really uh, fun. Uh, I would agree with Mitch. You're going to know right away whether you like the movie or not. And the people that like it really, really, really like it. I yeah. have never seen someone react so positively than I have in this movie to the guy who's in front of me. Because I found out afterwards so that so Onyx is apparently like a YouTube character as well. Like he's done other, he's used yeah, this character so for other things. Uh, that's Andrew Bowser's Andrew Bowser, character. Yeah. yeah, who yeah. plays Onyx as well. He's a writer director himself. He gives yeah. me Nardwar vibes. Yeah, he, I don't know. There's something about him that's uh, maybe it is one of those like likable or not. I find him so incredibly likable, and I want to know everything. Like I, he just his way with words is intrigues me. Yeah, he has a, a particular cadence that he delivers almost every line and and yeah. uh it'll definitely definitely work for a lot of people and of course there's there's tons of horror legends in the film like jeffrey combs um barbara crampton is in the film as well and uh yeah it's it, R- ralph innocent from uh from the witch plays a character in it and yeah i think this is definitely one that if you're into those like occult schlocky horror comedies you definitely need to watch this but i will say like even if i it wasn't overly my thing it played it that film absolutely crushed at, at Cuff. So, um, like I said, I would have voted for it as well. One thing about the terror table, they're never going to steer you wrong. You're going to get a straight shoot from all of them. Exactly. <laughs> now go watch Anaconda. <laughs> and Anaconda 2, Hunt for the Blood Orchid. <laughs> yes. And Anaconda 3, the one with the guy who ate the cheeseburger off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's the actual like, yeah, that's subtitle. <laughs> All right, so that's at 7 o'clock p.m. Oh, my God, what an opening night. What do we got going on at 9.15 p.m., Jeff? 9.15. 9.15, we're going to jump right into the drunken cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've never been to a drunken cinema before... You- you've never seen a movie with me. <laughs> you should attend them. Yeah. Well, this is an official drunken cinema, not an unofficial Oliver drunken cinema. Remember when I fell on the table full of posters during the sadness? I'm sitting at the back of the theater near the sadness, and I hear this rumbling, and I look back, and the the table is displaced, and the posters have fallen, and there's a disheveled man. I'm like, oh, no, this poor man that doesn't have a home has found his way into the theater and fallen on the posters. And when I went to help him, because that's what you do when somebody have, that does that, I was like, oh, it's just Mitch. It was a me. <laughs> that. and that's a true story. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> when you look tired, apparently you just turn full homeless. Yep, 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 yep. So, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Terror Table favorite over here. We, we all love that movie. Everyone who's been on the show loves it. Uh, I don't think dr- I've met anyone who doesn't like that movie. We don't allow those people in in our right. like yeah, around yeah. us. That's not yeah, not acceptable. But uh, drunken cinema is a ton of fun. I've seen. I guess at this point it was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street did at uh, at Saskatoon Fantastic. That was a blast. But yeah. the thing is, the drunken cinema experience is built for movies like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which might be one of the absolute greatest horror like cult horror movies ever. Uh, so Jeff or Boozy, can you give us a breakdown about what to expect for Drunken Cinema if you've never been there or been to one? I think for Drunken Cinema, you're you're always coming in and you're seeing something that's a classic that you can follow along, but have fun doing. Right. This is usually you go to these for movies that you've you've seen once or twice just to kind of get that vibe for it. But the, the the best part of it, you come in, you get these flashcards that have, uh, you know, different rules on them, when to drink, when things to say. It's kind of that same vibe that if you've ever been in like a Rocky Horror, yeah. you know, it's very, very interactive mm-hmm. that way. And yeah, it's just I'm with other people. And like, 
I think the biggest part of that when I'm mentioning like people have seen it before is there's there's just this this like vibe of community when you go to that you know it's it's everyone who loves these characters and, and loves you know whatever film's playing and they're just like let's turn it into a party and rock glow but you, have to, but you still have to stay on your but you still have to stay in your seat you know yeah. so it's like you stay in your seat yeah. but you got glow sticks to wave around when so it's like it this technically sounds like a nightmare on paper for people who like go into theaters for like the cinematic experience but that's not mm. what this is it's um there's a reason you guys show like roadhouse uh lost boys killer clowns from outer space movies like that uh they play really well with with this game um but yeah it, that's going to be a ton of fun and i'm very very jealous that i'm not going to be there uh from uh, what i free the, free clown nose with every ticket purchase no free yes. clown nose that's yeah, pretty wicked yeah. uh and i i so i haven't seen the next film that you guys are playing at 11 15 p.m but uh from what i can see here i can only imagine that this is going to be a significant dip in the posy vibes <laughs> Like yes. Onyx is like horror comedy. Killer Clowns is a horror comedy. Everyone's going to be drinking. What's up next, Jeff or Boozy? Well, I think I'll let uh, again, Jeff take this one. Yeah. We're going to pair it with a short film called Amy and I from the Netherlands, which is super depressing and dark. Uh, and that's just an entree for the main course, which is Megalomaniac. Uh, this is a Belgian, uh, a film from Belgium, not Belgius, a film from Belgium. Uh, it's. <clears throat> It's a story of a couple of, of adult children. Uh, their father was the butcher of Mons, a notorious Belgian serial, serial killer from the 1990s. Uh, and their focuses around the adult daughter who's kind of living through social media. She doesn't have much of a, a social life other than that. Her, her brother has kind of taken over his father's killings. Um, things go from bad to worse for Martha at work. Uh, and so I don't want to give too much away. It's very depressing. It's very dark. It's a very, very hard watch. Um, it's very gory. To me, there's a payoff in the end, but uh, trigger warnings we will have uh, before this movie to make sure you don't walk into it without knowing what, what you're going to see on screen. Um, but I, I thought it had a really strong message in it, and it was a especially the ending to the movie was was really strong, but it's not an easy watch. And that's something we want to bring to the festival. You know, we're going to start with something like Onyx, and then we're going to end the night with something that's going to leave you very sad and depressed on your way that's, home. That's the kind of pricks you guys are, and I love <laughs> yeah. you for it. I love yeah, that. That's, I, all, that's been a constant with this festival, which I love. I, I, yeah, I think that that Megalomaniac is probably our, our hardest watch overall. It is is something that that tends to lean towards more of the extreme end um and and like jeff said this one's like this this is a trigger warning for people this is a this is a tough watch um and yeah there's a big payoff for this it's just you have to sit through some really uncomfortable stuff so i you know for everyone out there that's what you're going to expect like this is our our sharpest knife i would say yeah i can't wait to see yeah. this one like jeff have you have you seen because i think boozy i I would know because we talk all the time about horror movies, but have you seen Holy Spider? No, I don't think so. Okay, I was, uh, I believe it was an Iranian horror movie from last year, uh, but it's another serial killer horror movie that uh, a lot of a lot of these serial killer movies, like Megalomaniacs, based on a true story. That's what you said, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's uh, it's so hit or miss for me, like how you react to them because like they're such hard hard stories to take in but at the same time you see you can find merit in bringing them to the screen and kind of you know showing the story to people but uh i'm very curious to see this one because from what i've heard from john uh it's really really good as well like john i know john loved it but john, john's also dead yeah yes rest in peace john uh but you're right mitch there's because it is such a hard watch uh I've heard about people who haven't finished it because they're just like, well, no, this is too much. I'm not, I'm not going to spend any more time on this. But if you don't sit through the whole thing and get to the payoff at the end, then you don't get a bit of satisfaction that comes out of the film. So you got to be in it for the long haul. Nice. It's like a relationship with me. <laughs> and we're here for it, baby. <laughs> yeah. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> All right. So that closes out Friday, June 2nd. Let's kick off Saturday, June 3rd, 2023. 
Um, so it looks like you're kicking things off at 1230. Boozy, do you want to lead us off with which which one's going to be playing this this day? And maybe Jeff, yeah. you can tell us about what short plays before it. So, Jeff, I don't know if you want to maybe mention the short here before I talk about uh, our premiere that we got going on. Yeah, I'll mention the short, but this is also one of Boozy's favorites. This is a short from Australia called Flappy. <laughs> and do you what, want me to? <laughs> Boozy okay. knows this one. I love. Okay, so we've talked about. It. Okay, um, so this is just to sum it up. Uh, it is what would happen if a flailing arm flailing. Or wait, photo. How do you? How would you call? Inflatable floating flailing arm tube man followed you home yes oh like one of the the car things yeah uh, you the yeah, things that's you all i know. wanted to what if one follows you home okay yeah and right. so i i so let's talk about the big one here and this is the canadian premiere for it from director sung kang from the uh fast and the furious franchise He's right? from fast and the furious yeah, super nice guy. He was at Screamfest. So we're premiere. This is the actual we Canadian premiere of this film is Shaky Shivers. So this is a awesome horror comedy. I've I've been doing nothing but singing the praises of this film. It's a uh, it's an ode to the eighties, and it's about two women who find themselves in an abandoned camp in the woods with a book of magical spells, and they're surrounded by all the classic monsters uh, from horror. God, I can't wait to see this. It is it is a ton of fun. And, you know, we always say like comedy horror. It brings the comedy along with it. Yeah, this one is very I'm very excited for this one. I don't know if Jeff, you want to add on to this. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, this was a really fun movie. It's a good way to start the day. Um, I was reading a little bit about, you know, the Sung Kang and the Fast and the Furious time seems a bit weird. Uh, but when he was in COVID and he's trying to stay active and stay creative, uh, he spent five weeks at a closed down Girl Scout camp shooting this movie and everybody thought it was going to be some sort of, you know, blockbuster like he's associated with. He's like, no, screw that. I want to do a 90 set monster mash that's an ode to the types of 80s films that I grew up loving. And he, and he this pulled it off. just it's, makes it's me, like, yeah, it makes me love him so much more. Like, I don't really have any attention to the Fast and the Furious franchise, but there's my favorite character. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. And uh yeah, that that's awesome, man. I cannot wait to see this. Even the trailer, it just looks like a ton of independent horror comedy fun. And it's just, yeah, it's such a, a an homage, a love letter to just all the things that we all grew up loving as well. Yeah. You got to say, I do so love how the end. That... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Boozy. The end of the trailer where it says shaky shivers, it says directed by the Asian guy from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> So that's his, the kind of comedy you can, humor. yeah, that's the kind of comedy you can expect. Yeah, that's and they've awesome. been, uh, when we announced our lineup, they've been super active on social, promoting this and getting back to us, saying how excited they are that it's the Canadian premiere and that Sask Shaky Shivers in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan has such a lovely ring to it. Uh, so they're excited, which gets us excited too. Do, do you think that it's kind of like, the most apt thing it's like okay we're making this this weird 90s throw 80s throwback and we're gonna premiere it in saskatoon of all places we well, got that, that built-in novelty yeah exactly um awesome so that's shaky shivers at 12 30 p.m uh this next one i've been really excited to see it's played multiple festivals that i've been at and i've had to miss because there's been shit going on every time it's played and I'm really, really curious about it. But Jeff, what do we got going on at 2.15 p.m.? Yeah, this is a, a movie from Slovakia called Night Siren. Um, and we paired it with a short called Angels. Both really super interesting and different. Uh, this is our full core entry for this year. So uh, it takes place in a, in a mountain village in Slovakia. And there's two sisters uh, that grow up with an abusive mother. And an accident happens and the oldest sister escapes into the woods. Uh, and then 20 years later, she kind of shows up back at the village. Um, there's some, maybe some witchcraft going on. There's some animals are doing some weird things. And uh, it's a, it's just a really, really interesting take on witches and witchcraft. Um, if 
if Gabby from Saskatoon listens to your show, this is a Gabby movie. She's going to love this one. Uh, awesome. But it's, yeah, it's, this is sometimes the, when you're watching so many movies as you're going through them to, you know, try to pick the ones that you want to bring to the festival and you hit kind of a slow burn kind of full core. Um, they can be a little bit, well, I'm not sure about this one, but this one grabbed me right away. And there's just something really special about this film. I just really enjoyed this one. That's awesome. It's got a beautiful poster too. Yeah. In terms of, of that, uh, you know, I think even looking at the poster, like Mitch just mentioned, it kind of gives you that, that feeling of what you're in for. And yeah, it's a, it's that dark folk horror. It, it's, uh, it plays on a lot of family drama that, you know, I think adding that in with the folk horror makes it so much like scarier. And I, I think just, yeah, the, the addressing of occult and witchcraft in this is very exciting. Nice. I can't wait to see that one. Did we mention which short is playing before this one? Do we have a yes. short before every every film? Uh, just about every film. The ones where we've got uh, like special guests, we don't have a we don't have uh, a short. This one is with a short called Angels, an American right. short, and it's yeah, it, uh, this one really interesting. I think it's it's a good pair with this film. Wicked. Well, Jeff, yeah, keep us on track with uh, six o'clock p.m. We yeah. What what do you got going on then? Six o'clock is Killer Balloon. This Saskatchewan is a uh, known film. Shout out. That's right. Uh, some a group of filmmakers from Swift Current. Uh, and we're glad that uh, we were able to um, have them be part of the festival. They're going to be in attendance. The director, Devin Oman, and, and uh, other people involved with the filmmaking, Cheyenne Forrester, Jared Johnson, Corey Schimmel, they're all going to be there to introduce the film and uh, do a Q&A afterwards. I did a, a quick synopsis of the film. So it's New Year's Eve and friends are out looking for a party when a killer balloon starts a rampage and starts to follow them wherever they go. Uh, so it's DIY filmmaking at its best. It's just a really fun movie. Um, they seem like I haven't met these people, but they seem like a great group of people. I'm really looking forward to doing the Q&A and talking to them. Uh all the money that's going to be made from the film, a donation will be made to the SPCA on be, on the behalf of the film. And this is something they do with all of their films. And they've raised, I can't remember the figures, something like $20,000 or something for the yeah, SPCA since awesome. they do this. Yeah. they Yeah. And if you want to follow them that like I've been following their Instagram account for a long time now, they're dead prairies productions. And it's been, it's been really cool watching them. I've, I've seen a ton of their stuff that they've uploaded either to their their page or YouTube or whatnot. But uh, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what they did with this one because definitely just seems like they got a good group of people making cool movies and doing and really mm -hmm. kind things with them. Uh, so I definitely, you know, heavily encourage people to go out and check that one out. So that's Saturday night at 6 p.m. A Saskatchewan made horror film with cast in attendance. That's awesome. Sweet. That's a killer balloon. Boozy, do you want to tell us what's up next with 7.30 p.m.? Yes, sir. This one also very excited to talk about. I, I hope a lot of people come and check this one out. So we have uh, this is directed by John Wright. Unwelcome. So this is uh, I don't know if you truly consider it folk horror. It's a little bit of everything, but this is an awesome, awesome, scary film. It, it deals with little creatures attacking people. It's an urban nightmare. It's it's um, an Irish film. And yeah, I have can't say enough good things about this one i think this one's gonna do really well um there's some awesome actors in here like cole meany hannah john came in um yeah just an awesome film what do you think I have, yeah i saw i have seen this one and this one i can attest to that super fun time and it's the director of grabbers which is an incredible incredible irish horror comedy which was my nickname in high school <laughs> 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 that's yeah, funny because unwelcome was my nickname in high school <laughs> <laughs> oh that's and we've paired it with a canadian short called old flames which was my nickname <laughs> in high schools <laughs> yes that's awesome yeah no this one what i can say about it too is it's like the it's like the got that super over over overly saturated look during the beginning which where i think you can kind of feel the whole um, it's almost like a mystical folk horror movie, but it's definitely everything's very bright and blown up. And and then in the last like half hour, it is just pure monster mayhem. And the monsters it is gross are in the best way possible. Yeah, they're yeah. little gnomes, yeah. little garden gnomes. 
So it's like Gulliver's Travels, but a horror movie. And uh, it is a ton of fun. Uh, cool. Do you want to take us on to our next one, fellas? <clears throat> yeah, so 945, Bloody Bridget. So we're going to carry on with the special guests, uh, Richard Elfman, uh, director, musician. Boingo, boingo, baby. It's oh, Danny oh. Elfman's brother. Yeah. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. So, so cool. So cool. If you're familiar with a television show called The Simpsons, then you've heard Danny Elfman's uh, um, opening. Uh, this is his brother, Richard. Uh, yes, as Mitch said, they began Oingo Boingo in the 70s. 80s? 70s. 70s. Yeah. 70s. Um, and yeah, so Richard has been in touch with us because he was uh, really wanted to come up to Saskatoon. He really wanted to promote the film in person. He wants to be doing media. He wants to be on the local television stations. He wants to do a special intro for the show, uh, for the movie. So he's been a blast to deal with uh he's uh, all over in. email yeah and he's super excited about it and his wife uh anastasia is the star of this film she's a burlesque dancer in real life and in the film uh so it yeah i'm trying to figure out the best way to describe this movie because this one's just nuts uh, but so anastasia plays bridget uh from bloody bridget uh she's trying to get her life together she's like a burlesque dancer in this little kind of dumpy sleazy bar uh nothing's really working out for her. uh God, everyone's her. being mean to her yeah she's um uh she's decided that she's gonna take her own life but then a haitian voodoo deity uh intervenes and believes that she is his long lost wife and turns her into a vampire, a Valentine vampire. And then she starts to take her revenge on uh, people by eating their hearts. Uh, so then shit gets even crazier after that. Was it not John who described it as like vampire John Wick? Somebody described <laughs> that as, and I feel like it's very apt. Maybe it wasn't John, rest in peace, but it was somebody. God, what a guy. Gone too soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this one's this one's just uh, I I I know I keep saying fun. The whole the whole festival is going to be fun. This one is just crazy. Uh, it's going to be fun. There's a special intro that they're planning to do for the for the show. Uh, Richard and Anastasia are going to stick around for a Q and A, and and they just are coming up to Saskatoon to party. With the, yeah, that's just wild. And if you know anything about Oingo Boingo, you just know that uh, I say this with the, the highest respect, but absolute fucking weirdos. And I love weirdos. Um, <laughs> but like, that's what makes it so much fun. Like, they're that's a compliment in my books. And uh, yeah, this one looks like a ton of fun. I really wish I'd be able to be there for this. Yep. Um, so let's talk about moving on from that. We have the Midnight Mayhem, which is 1992's Auntie Lee's Meat Pies. Which Boozy has talked about on the show recently. Yes, I have. So this is starring Pat Morita, Michael Berryman, Karen Black, and a whole shitload of playmates, as John described it for me. R.I.P. Um, <clears throat> so this is about a devil-worshipping woman who sends out her four nieces to lure, Mac lure men back in to be killed and sold as food. The This is bizarre. It's it's this little gem of 90s strangeness. Um, it kind of just goes and veers off into different directions in terms of like you have like four different characters going off and there's little side stories. Um, it There's some cool practical effects. Overall, I think this is going to be a fun retro throwback for people to check out and something that probably not a lot of people have seen. Yeah, and it's like cause it's a vinegar syndrome release, uh, film from 1992, and it's got Mr. Miyagi in it, and uh, <laughs> fucking Michael Berryman, Pluto from the original The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, it's yeah, this looks like uh, this looks like an experience, and this is the kind of thing that you can only see in the theater at Dark Bridges in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Exactly. Yeah, we had uh, I don't know about 20 different retro films, I think, to choose from. And they're all from, you know, 80s and 90s. I don't know how, but I hadn't seen hardly any of them. So when I watched Danny Lee's Meat Pies for the festival, that was the first time I'd seen it. And I was like, how have I not seen this in the last 
30 years or whatever it is because it's batshit crazy and it's yeah, oddly it's, endearing yeah yeah <laughs> loaded to the brim with horror icons i also <laughs> mentioned uh karen black mother firefly from the house of 1000 corpses uh which yeah that's that's crazy this uh yeah th- is there there's usually some kind of rhyme or reason to the retrospective is there one this year or is it just show people some fun shit i yeah, think the... just oh go ahead sorry Jeff. Uh, yeah, we we had some awesome choices to make on, on the retro. Like there was some just crazy, crazy stuff out there, and I was just so excited about it because it was just it was all you know most of it was new to me. Um, so we just we just picked our favorites. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple yeah. on there that we've actually done episodes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it looks like you know we haven't talked about the last one yet. Um, but and I won't spoil it, but it does just look like between you know Killer Clowns from Outer Space and uh and Auntie Lee's meat pies that it's just kind of bizarre cult 80s movies um even if some of them aren't in the 80s it just just yeah. looks like wild bizarre cult movies yeah awesome so that's the midnight screening so uh take your hypnosil for that one I think <laughs> and uh, we're pairing it with a, a short from Spain called My Hellish Family which is is a nice time because it's oh, about a, another one. crazy family yeah yeah that one's a lot of fun that's awesome cool and then the closing day we have reached the end it's a quick three days uh-huh. here for a good time not a long time is what uh is what everyone says these days correct it, everybody's been saying that Every lately i can't them, yeah. stop hearing that when i go out <laughs> so we kick off sunday with i it's iranian right did we so when we were at the uh uh, the Entertainment Expo recently here, and Boozy we were and I the were booth. working at the table at the booth, and and Boozy was pointing at this film, telling everybody it was from Iran. It's really from Spain, but he seemed to be excited that he thought it was from Iran, so I just let him tell people that it's Spanish. Sorry, my my thing choked out. I did not hear any of that. <laughs> okay, okay, we're the good best. then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. What? I'm just going to quickly tell Jeff told yeah. the story that you were telling everyone that it's from Iran and it looked like you were having a lot of fun. So he didn't correct you that it's from Spain. Uh, you fucker. <laughs> what? You kept saying yes. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, and whatever. Yeah. It, it's yeah. That's totally on brand. for That's a, that's a good joke. I like that. <laughs> okay. Right. So Jeff, tell us about, is it Arati? Yes. All right. Give it, give it a, Give it a go. Or did I miss that too? Did you explain what it's about? <laughs> no, I I just want to reiterate this movie's from Spain. Okay. Spain. Yeah, yeah this the um, Spanish film. Yeah, it's a Spanish film. Uh, we're appearing <laughs> it with a, uh, a a very short film, like under two minutes, called Earworm from United Kingdom. Amazing, yes. amazing. One of my favorite shorts so that strange. I watched this year. Uh yeah, Ratty is a little a little bit different again. Like I talked about earlier, we're we're really hitting the subgenres here. So is there a is there an action adventure horror subgenre? Because that's where I classify this one. Um, it's not straight up horror, but it's kind of an action adventure film with lots of gore in it. Yeah, um, I um I, I guess the kind of way I described it, and maybe Jeff was fucking gaslighting me on that too. But I <laughs> I described it as like kind of like the the nineties Hercules or Xena with just really like sick violence and like cool practical effects. It's it's that kind of like that world you're in, and then it just goes from there. And I'm not like I, I think there's some amazing practical effects in this. And overall, it is this more of an action story. But I think the horror elements are enough that, like, we we thought we should play this. We were all really gutting for this to be. It looks involved. it looks like from the trailer and the beautiful poster, by the way. But uh, yes. the trailer, like, it's got beautiful cinematography. So uh, this one looks really, really cool. You, you don't see a ton of films like this. And I, I think that's what makes it special for us as well. Kind of got a Northman vibe to it as yeah. well. It's a, yep. a more recent yep. movie to, to, to pull, but I definitely appreciate the the Xena and Hercules pulls. <laughs> <laughs> Slash fuck Kevin Sorbo. Fuck Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Whoever Xena is is cool, though. She's like the complete opposite of him. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Lucy Wallace? Is it Lucy Lawless, baby? From uh, yeah, from, I remember uh, that from a Simpsons Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, all right, and it looks like all right, so that that's at one o'clock p.m., 3 15 p.m. What short do we have before this one? 
we have a Canadian short, Mr. Poe, Memory and Nightmares. It's uh, a short film about uh, Edgar Allan Poe's life, and it's all claymation. And that paired nicely with Abruptio, which Boozy oh, will talk about, because inevitably people come up to the booth when you're working it and go, so if I'm going to see one movie, which should I see? And Boozy would point, you should see the one from Irene. And then I'd go, oh, that's from Spain. And then he'd go, you should see Abruptio. <laughs> so, yes, I, I would say that this one is probably the one I'm most excited for in terms of just being this bizarre spectacle. I've never truly... What a cast. Yes. So this is a puppet horror film. It, it's kind of like like in the style of like Crank Yankers but, or like Team America, but the, everybody looks real. It's uh-huh. very strange. It's extremely graphic. Um, yeah, and the, the cast speaks for itself. It's like all the voice actors, uh, James Marsters, Christopher McDonald, Jordan Peele, Robert England. And this was actually Sid Haig's final film he worked on before his passing. Rest um, in peace. He's with Rest John in now. peace. I... <laughs> Him and John are in hell together. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I can't say enough good things about this film. Um the the premise is it kind of reminds me of like a logan's run-esque but it's a guy who's down on his luck and finds an explosive device implanted on his neck and he has to carry out crimes so that it doesn't blow up while also encountering other people with the same issue i love it this one looks incredible i did not i just watched the trailer without sound while we were while we were talking here judging from the poster i did not expect so we had a i've had conversations with several people about this um that this poster in no way shape or form does justice (laughs) to what absolute mayhem unfolds in this if you want to see true puppet gore here it is yeah what a what a misleading poster Uh, but yeah, no, and, this one looks like a ton of fun and amazing payoff at the end. Yes, final scene is like will drop your jaw. Awesome, sweet. Well, yeah, that one's Abruptio, uh, from the United States of America. Six thirty. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> what do we got going on at six thirty? Six thirty. Oh my goodness, the fiftieth year anniversary of Andy Warhol's Flesh for Frankenstein. And we're going to show it in 3D with old school red and blue 3D glasses that you can take home with you with the Broadway theater logo and Dark Bridges logo on them. So they will most definitely become collector's items. Yeah, one of a kind collector's items. We're watching this the way Paul Morrissey intended it to be in three (laughs) fucking D. This is really exciting. Like, I I think that, that having another retro film on here that's doing something a little bit different with it being, you know, the 3d aspect to it. I, I think it separates itself enough from the other kind of retro films we have with uh, killer clowns and auntie Lee's. So this one's going to be a ton of fun as well. Yeah. The... This, this would be a blast to see in the theater. And I can say, even as someone who's not overly a fan of 3d in general, uh, when Boosie, were you with us? Yeah, you were when we went and saw Friday the 13th part three. Oh yeah. At the Roxy. Was. Yeah. That, that was still that was so much fun and like you know i'm one of those people that loves friday the 13th part three um but yeah this looks this would be so much fun in a theater yeah this movie's just i i just can hear people mung, you know uh mumbling under their breath what the fuck throughout this film because that's what i was doing at home while i was watching it uh we, we've paired it with a short from the united kingdom called the heritage it is not in 3d but it's also freaking crazy you can have the glasses if you want uh, just keep your glasses on because it's just going to add to the madness of of the heritage but yeah this again this is one uh, uh, that it took me 50 years to watch this movie i hadn't seen it before and um, as i'm watching it i'm like how have i not watched this in 50 years this is crazy but yeah super good and interesting that's awesome all right. Well, we have reached the end of the second annual return of the Dark Bridges Horror Film Festival. Uh, this one, I have heard so many amazing things about. Uh, so I, it's, I'm really excited to see that it's a closing film for you guys because that's another 
testament to how awesome this movie is. That's a big statement for this film. This one was probably one of the first ones that we instantly were all like, yep, this has to be here. Sorry to cut you off there, Mitch. No, Uh, no. Tell us about it. (laughs) So to finish off where you are doing 2022's The Elderly. Um, this this film has a ton of hype and we're just we're so excited that we were able to get this film. Uh, so the premise is an octogenarian who enters into a state of dementia after the sudden suicide of his wife, sparking a series of paranormal events that will put his family family's lives at risk. So this is a foreign film. Uh, please tell me where it's from. Spain. So I don't. Is it also from it's another Spain? Another one Jeff? from Spain. Yeah. Yeah. It actually is. It's Spanish with English subtitles. Spanish, yeah. (laughs) Um, So if you don't like subtitles, too fucking bad, because this is worth it. I haven't even seen it, but it continues the trend of spooky grandma season. I don't know if this there's a spooky grandma, but there's definitely a a spooky older man in it. And uh, I know one thing, because originally this film played at Cuff, and uh, we were originally slated to play the Druid's Hand right before it. And I was like, ooh, that makes me... Because I know they, they much... Calgary Underground, much like Dark Bridges and Saskatoon Fantastic, really takes into account which films play where and with what. And uh, I was like, well, I got to check out the trailer. And I don't know if either of you guys have checked out the trailer, but the elderly also uh, took the we use the exact same trailer music uh, for the Druid's Hand, which is pretty. I was actually like, it made me want to see it even more. I'm like, Fuck <laughs> yeah, the lads, the lads know. <laughs> four dollars on youtube and you could get this <laughs> that beat went hard okay it did go hard and it's gone <laughs> everywhere now and i've had people be like bro i didn't want to tell you but i i heard your guys's trailer music on the radio i'm like well, i fucking hope so we found it on youtube <laughs> <laughs> that's called indie filmmaking baby you gotta make it baby make it yeah but no this this looks awesome and i know the yeah. word out of cuff was that it was it absolutely slayed and same with fantasia and uh again Maybe I keep bringing this up because you don't find it in every horror movie, but amazing ending. The ending to this one's going to stick with you. It's really, really great. Uh, and we've paired it with a short film, one of my favorite short films I've seen in the last few years called Hemo, a crazy film from Finland. Um, very, as you're watching through short films, and we're getting so many of them, and you're trying to make your way through and pick your favorites and make notes and stuff. Uh, after I watched Hemo, I stopped what I was doing and went and looked up the filmmakers and went and looked up what else they have done because it was this is just so crazy, uh, super inventive. It's a great short, and the elderly I can't say enough good things about either. Uh, every day is really strong. Sunday, you're going to be in the theater all day, so buckle in. Uh, the drinking laws have changed in the theater in Saskatoon. You can we can serve alcohol all day, so. Bring yes. your kids. There Plan we go, to, Scott. Bring Mo. the kids. Yeah. <laughs> bring your kids. Get fucking cut. You know. Yeah. Uh, call a cab home. Please drink and or drink responsibly and don't drive like our premiere. <laughs> That's. <laughs> you can get a whole get a whole bunch of booze in you and watch some great horror films. So, exactly. anything else you guys want to discuss while while we have you here? I just want to mention that. All the films we discussed in the trailers and the times and schedule, all on darkbridges.com. If you don't follow us on our our socials, you should because we're a lot of fun and we're going to be promoting uh, the special events uh, as they come up, as we finalize those on our socials. There's a wristband available that's all access. It's $140 or 95 bucks if you're a Saskatoon Fantastic or a Broadway theater member. So it's like $7 a movie and you can't beat that. Uh, and then individual tickets are 12 bucks or eight bucks if you're a member. Drunken Cinemas 13 or 10, uh, because you get a clown nose with that. So, completely affordable to bring the whole family in and sit in the theater and enjoy 13 crazy movies. Listen, yeah, that's you're not going to find better deals than that. And, you know, the fact that you can bring your whole family for that, like, you know traumatize some kids bring them show them yeah. some stuff that they probably shouldn't see at this age but it's great it's great you and overall take... <laughs> I, yeah and just overall you know it's just like come out and check out some awesome independent films that are all eventually going to get picked up and you're going to wish that you would have seen them for seven dollars at our awesome little theater yeah you can take the whole family all the kids the cancel the babysitters clear the slates we're going to megalomaniac tonight baby 
love that kid gonna learn today oh my gosh i'm gonna take a snapchat if i see any kids there just to be like holy shit someone's parenting right now yes love it awesome yeah i congratulations on another year you guys this is awesome i wish i could be there be there in spirit but uh everyone listening right now get out to the broadway theater june first june 2nd 3rd and 4th and uh in saskatoon saskatchewan check out some horror movies anything else you guys sorry uh, mitch we will miss not having you there this year i I just want to throw that in there probably more than you know we miss john being dead Uh, rest in peace (laughs) yeah no i appreciate that i yeah i really really wish i could be there um but yeah, this is going to be awesome, you guys. And thank you all for listening. Like Jeff said, you can follow the Dark Bridges. You can follow the Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival on Instagram, uh, Facebook. You can check out their website, darkbridges.com. Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival also has a website. Um, you can also check out Homestar Runner. It has Trogdor, <laughs> <laughs> Trogdor the Burninator. I don't know if anyone remembers that. <laughs> Boozy, that's one of the first times he fell. Boozy fell. <laughs> I was he, not, went, he went right <laughs> off the screen. I was not expecting a Homestar runner reference. <laughs> you did just like, like you did the perfect. nutty professor thing where it's like and you fall back. <laughs> it hit me hard. That was a that was a good one. <laughs> Trogdor, the burninator. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will be back with some juicy episodes. We promise. Things are busy, big, but we're gonna we're gonna make ones. We're gonna make some big things happen. We got some fun guests lined up. Big uh, and yeah, Jeff, of course, we'll have you back one of these days so that we can actually dive into one film and all the other stuff that we've seen. But uh, thank you all for listening. Go support Sask- Saskatchewan film, specifically horror at the Dark Bridges Film Festival. Mm-hmm. See you next time. Bye. Bye.